This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Astroline tonight, little, uh, you know, what, what, what is it? off-season baseball talk. Yeah, no, I was trying to, I was trying to come up with, a, I was trying to, no, no, I know that's what, I know that's what it is. It's off-season, you know, stove, not stovetop. Uh, hot stove. Hot stove, you know, hot stove, is that, is that kind of the winter stuff, hot stove? Is that what, is it? That's when people were making deals and stuff. Yeah, for, yeah for agents. right, right, right. That's just it's just after line. They're gonna just they're gonna talk baseball. They're gonna talk about what's coming up. Preview the season for the Astros. Season will uh, it'll the be be here before World we know. Defending World Series champion. Defending World Series champion. Right. And we carry all their games at one hundred point seven the score as many as we can. Goodness, that was <laughs> that was difficult know, to get to. That was made that harder than it should have been. Exponentially, yes. <laughs> exponentially. Uh, then we'll have uh, Big Ten basketball tonight on uh, one hundred point seven the score. Indiana at Illinois uh, on the air for you uh, this evening. Tomorrow, a doubleheader of uh, high school girls and boys basketball. Uh, the Odessa Permians will host the Friendship Girls and Boys. We'll have it on Double T ninety seven three at six, and then. Uh, that's, this could be a delicious matchup, Jamie, between the Lubbock Cooper girls and Monterey girls, and the Lubbock Cooper boys and the Monterey boys. Is that is that def- is that a good description there? Delicious matchup. It could be. Hopefully, um, we know Cooper won the first game, but of course, we know that Monterey stud player was not playing in that game. So um, I expect it to be a good battle. I think I would I'd lean towards Monterey winning that one. Okay. But, um, We'll see. The Lady Pirates are good, so they've got plenty of talent there too. So maybe they can, maybe they can pull off the upset. That'll be over at the New Box, yeah. Monterey Gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the New Box, which has kind of been around for now almost thirty years, so hard <laughs> hard to call it the New Box. But you know, for the old timers, I mean, the, the old box is no longer, and the new box is what they use. Mm. So it's no, it's no mm-hmm. official. Official name, I think it just kind of became. Oh, that's the new box because we got the old box over here because they called it the box. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. This from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, it's painful because this is the second time in our history where we have watched a coach build something to almost a history-making level, only for that coach to leave and we begin to tumble into obscurity. Man, uh, the word "tumble into obscure- obscurity" that was. That was well written because you don't, sometimes you just, you can see it happening before your eyes and you can't really do anything about it. It's like in slow motion and sometimes you just fall off the cliff. This feels like kind of one of those, you're just, you're tumbling and you're trying to stop, but you, but you can't stop, but you're not out of control tumbling. And then it just, you feel like the inevitable is happening. Okay. I don't know. I'm 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 not giving up uh, hope in the fact that you, w- within the next couple of years, can't you know get turned back in the right direction as mm-hmm. we talked about earlier with Kansas State with the transfer portal. I mean, just allows you to turn things around so quickly if you can get the right mix of people. Yeah, and I've always kind of felt that way about basketball. Um, it's I think it's it's stepped up exponentially because of the transfer portal. But I, I've always felt like basketball is one of those things that you could you can turn it around because of your ability to get transfers now well, and also because you it's less people it's true it's easier Absol- to absolutely flip no, a roster no 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 question no no question and 
you know, and you you talked about this, you know, the other yesterday, you know, with, with the junior college on the junior college level. I mean, you can flip them almost immediately, and then it used to be too that the Division One guys they would stack guys up in the junior colleges that either needed another year or had a grade problem, and then they would try those JCs would try to deliver them to the Division One schools, and you'd see these guys, you know, star. Well, now they're just going from they're just going from school to school. I mean, it's like well. Hey, I really don't like the pregame meals here. I don't like how it's turning out. Or ah, so my NIL deal is this. So eh, not happy here. So boom, gone. All of a sudden, you show up in a wearing burnt orange or wearing scarlet and red, scarlet and black, or whatever, whatever the school colors are. It's not that it doesn't happen in other sports, but it seems basketball is the sport that's doing it the most right now yes yes and i mean it's one of the reasons that my passion for college basketball is just wavered dramatically diminished Um, yes compared to football and baseball and sports uh this from the yates flooring center chat line uh coach chuck do you know what is the design on coach's jacket no i did not know do not know what the design is on coach Gurley's jacket i to be honest with you, I didn't even know she was wearing a jacket. So I'm not I'm not breaking that down. Mm-hmm. I'll try to do that. I'll try to do a better job in the That was not on the box score. So <clears throat> No, it was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, this from Brett. What was the reason they waved off the foul at the end of the half? Um, really? I think because both teams left the court. I just think the officials because there was time left on the on the on the on the clock when the foul was made at the end of the first half, and the Lady Raiders should have been shooting free throws. Um, I just don't think they wanted to bring everybody back. Seems like they're going to have to answer to the Big 12 head of officials on that one, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, because it, it would appear that it was clearly before the buzzer sounded, mm-hmm. and they initially had started to say it was, you know, to say, get out here and we're going to shoot free throws. Yeah. But it felt like Texas leaving the court like they did basically talked them out of doing it. And you can't let that happen. No, you no. cannot let that happen. No, because they were quick to uh, to leave the floor. I will say this for Vic Schaefer last night uh, in the handshake line. He was he was gracious. At least it, it appeared that he was gracious, and you know, congratulating the Lady Raiders and having specific conversations with 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 some. Now, when he was at Mississippi State, Bree Scott played for him, um, and so he had you know extended conversation with her and and some others but um he was he was gracious um i thought this last night so now you, what we really need to know is were you going uh switchblade or were you going nunchucks last night for ready to jump into action nunchucks, nunchucks. that's a word i haven't I heard in a while i don't trust myself with uh any kind of weapon so i just i feel like my best weapon sometimes in terms of being able to to help me is my mouth sometimes it's my worst wep- weapon too so you're gonna eat him? Okay. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna talk. I mean, if that's if that's where you're talk him into trouble so or talk my way out of trouble. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I don't think I'd be good with nunchucks or. Please save that, okay, Jeff. Or anything, anything else. Okay. Your best weapon is your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. My best weapon is my mouth. Uh, somebody had a. Somebody says this, those refs missed a heck of a game last night. Yeah, at times, at times, at times it felt like that, that it wasn't going your way. At times it felt like there was a, uh, a physicalness about it that uh, 
that they were, were calling on one end but not on not on the other end um but i guess that's just the i guess that's just the way it way it goes um with regard to that so anyway they um you got a victory so that's hard to complain about officiating when you get a victory right no, you still can. You still can. Mm-hmm. You still can. Uh, Seven thirty. Excuse me. And if you're a sports fan, I'm, you're pretty much allowed to complain about officiating. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you know Chris Need, you're also allowed. You're expected to to complain to about officiating. Chris, but just to him, though, like you, yeah. have to make a point right. there. Yeah. Right. Because he thinks they've never made made a wrong call ever. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, just to irk him, he should complain about officials to Chris. Yeah, yeah. to, hey, they missed that one. You're like, whoa! <laughs> get all uh, get all up and up in arms about mm-hmm. about things. Yeah, you know, so. he's gonna be mad at us today. Yeah, be all right. Yeah, be surly. <laughs> Sur- surly Sneed, I think, is is kind of best, right? It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, inter- it's entertaining. Yeah. I have a fun Sneed is fun too. Yeah, Happy his, Sneed is fun. Yeah, his, 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 he has his he has his moments. Um, <clears throat> so, what do you think of that statement with regard to tumbling into obscurity? Do you feel do you feel like you're tumbling into obscurity, or do you feel like you can still write the ship? Um, I feel like your your arrow is pointing in the wrong direction right now. Yeah, no doubt. So um, it's on Mark Adams and his staff and to get it turned around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying, but they're the only ones that can. <clears throat> a win on Saturday would certainly kind of turn that arrow around a little bit. Not that it, not that one win, you know, cures everything, but getting a win would certainly make you feel better. Uh, Let's go with one win would level the arrow out a little bit. I don't think there's any turning around after one game. Yeah, Let's no. say, hey, if things go as great as possible this weekend, you're one and six in Big 12 play. Because you, you can you only win good? one. You feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. No. no. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is January the 19th, 2023. Here is uh, Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. Okay, we're going to start in 1934. I mean, I know that some people like this guy, but this particular instance kind of puts him on my blacklist. Major League Baseball Commissioner Mountain uh, Kennesaw Mountain Landis dies. Joe Jackson's appeal for reinstatement into baseball. He said denies. I thought he said dies. Dead nice. Oh, that's what I thought. You said. I thought <laughs> like you're thought mad at him for dying. Right. I thought. Okay, no, no, so no, no. Everybody. Does. I thought you know the commissioner dies. Okay, and then and then uh, you know he appeals for reinstatement because the guy died. That's where I was going in my mind. Denies. Denies. My, denies. my apologies if I did not denies. say that correctly, since I fooled both of you apparently. <laughs> I bet you we're not the only ones you fooled. I. My apologies to all those that I fooled unintentionally. <laughs> 1937, Cy Young. Trish Speaker elected to Baseball Hall of Fame. 1952, NFL purchases the struggling football franchise, the New York Yanks, from owner Ted Collins, and moves the club to Dallas, Texas. Baseball? NFL. Moves the club to the Dallas. Mm-hmm. Did they become the Cowboys then? I think this was uh, the one that became the, tech, the, the Chiefs. 
No, no, no. The, the, the Chiefs was – the Texans was an AFL team that was born out of – I think – no. Eh, keep reading. Uh, 1972. <laughs> yes. Keep reading instead of looking. Uh, the 19- Sometimes it's okay to say I don't know. Yeah. Sure. 1972, Sandy Koufax, Yogi Berra, and Early Wynn are elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. In 74, Notre Dame beats UCLA 71-70 to in South mm. Bend. Indiana ends the Bruins' NCAA record 88-game basketball win streak. That's historic. I have a buddy of mine who is a huge Notre Dame fan. I went to junior high, high school, and junior college with him. I, I guarantee I will get a text today from him that he is celebrating today. He's still celebrating that victory. He's a big golden domer. He is. He, he's a big golden domer. He loved loved Adrian Dantley. In fact, if I I think it would make him warmer if I sent him happy Notre Dame beats UCLA day. He loved Adrian Dantley. Okay. Nineteen seventy seven. Ernie Banks is elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. In 89, President Ronald Reagan pardons George Steinbrenner for illegal funds for Richard Nixon. In 2002, the Tuck Rule game, AFC Divisional Playoff game. With under two minutes to play, New England Patriots trail the Oakland Raiders 13-10 in a driving snowstorm. When a Tom Brady fumble was ruled as an incomplete pass, Patriots win 16-13 in overtime. I mean, just dumber rule ever in the history of sports? I don't think so. Do you think that was the dumbest rule? I mean, I think the officials got it right. Yeah. Just, I think the rule was dumb. Okay. That's a fumble all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And in 2013, Lance Armstrong admits to doping in all seven of his Tour de France vic- victories. Fun. It's National Popcorn Day. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you think I lied to you on these? No, I just uh, when you say that National Popcorn Day, it makes he was me, really excited. I was really excited. Maybe you should get after some because I, I think was what I was going to ask you then is, uh, do you prefer the microwave or the old fashioned putting in the popcorn popper? Do people still do that? Put in the popcorn popper? Absolutely. <laughs> every every time we make popcorn at my house, I hate the microwave popcorn. I hate how it smells. I hate how it okay. tastes. I hate how it looks. I mean, give me the popcorn popper and put it in the popcorn, put it in there and put some oil in there and pop it up. So clearly, this was one of those questions asked to others so Chuck could give his opinion. He very adamantly does not like microwave popcorn. Mm-mm. I, <clears throat> We don't eat a ton of popcorn in our house. And just the people that I know that have made popcorn, you know, when I see people make popcorn or right. I hear about them, their stories of eating popcorn. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I feel like everybody makes it from the microwave. Well, that's good. That kind of brings me... Everybody makes it from the microwave? Kim, I don't know anybody who does it that way. I think it's great. It brings me back memories of being a kid and hearing that noise when right. mom or dad were doing it and the excitement of waiting for it to come. Yeah, that's it. That makes me all warm inside. You put the oil in, then you put two kernels in, and then when they pop, then you know that the oil's ready to go. I need to get my Joe Namath popcorn popper out. I haven't done that in a while. I've got a Joe Namath. Remember Mm -hmm. the old Joe Namath butter up popcorn popper? I do not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Terrell Owens had one. If you're 55 plus, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not. I know. (laughs) 
Happy uh, birthday, former Red Raider Lawrence Flugent is 43 today. Oh, man. Boy, that's a name from the past. That's a great linebacker. Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton, 79. Paula Dean, 76. She's used some butter in her life. Boy, she sure has. <laughs> Paul she... Ro- comedian Paul Rodriguez, 68. Jeff Van Gundy, 61. And Jim the Rookie Morris, 59 today. Jeff Van Gundy, only 61. He's 61. 61, correct. Yeah. I don't know if I would have thought he's older or younger. And maybe I would have said older. You would have? I would have okay. said older, but not like a ton older, but like 65 area, 66. Man, he stopped coaching when he was really when he was really young, a young man. Mm-hmm. He's probably done, don't you think? His name always pops up, but then... I that, think so. That sweet TV deal that he's got, man. <laughs> and on this day in 1981... The Los Angeles Times photographer Boris Yarrow had uh, heard a report on the radio of a suicidal jumper. His editor wasn't that interested in it, but Boris went anyway. He finds Joe, which is what the, the police ended up calling the jumper, uh, on the ninth floor on the fire escape, thinking that he was in Vietnam and that the Viet Cong were after him. Mm. Howard Brigham was on the scene. He called his best friend who lived nearby. About four minutes later, Brigham later told reporters, his friend comes driving up the wrong side of the street in his car with his lights blinking. Yarrow watched him run into the building and took photographs of what happened next. The friend leans out the window and says, you're my brother. I love you, and I couldn't lie to you. Soon, he made his way to the fire escape, put his arm around Joe, and guided him inside. The two walked out of the building together and got into Muhammad Ali's car mm. and drove to the police station and then to the near the near VA hospital. And that is this Dan Sports History. Wow. How about that? 6.52 this morning here on the morning drive. <clears throat> this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, this person remembers the Joe Namath butter up popcorn popper. Cool. He's, he's 62. So, yeah, he's right there with me. Uh, Risa says this, I wanted one for my birthday, Chuck, but never got it. You can go on eBay, Risa, and treat yourself if you'd like. <laughs> you, can, you can find one there. Uh, this, the Vernon College baseball popcorn popper machine is the best dollar big bag. Mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. There are some businesses here in town that have uh, popcorn readily available, you know, for their customers to get them to either shop a little bit longer or you know just uh you know give them a little treat as they're uh, as they're browsing that's always <clears throat> it's always very enticing to me when when i go into somebody's business and they've got this that smell of popcorn it makes you hey can I have a little popcorn yeah sure it's right over there grab you some okay cool thank you uh this shout out to my hometown big lake where jim morris's story took place his, uh, I'm going to say his, it says it's Don, but I'm going to say maybe his dad, Hunter, was my buddy. Or his dog, Hunter, was my buddy. Or his... Son. Son. Oh, there you go, son. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> D instead of the S, you know, in the, <clears throat> the old typewriter there. That's a great movie. <clears throat> well, I have been friends with many dogs. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Dog Hunter isn't that far out of the... Realm of possibilities. Yeah. The scene where um, his he calls 
the wife and she puts him on the phone with his son. Man, that'll make that'll make me tear up every time. Mm-hmm. Every single time. I can watch that movie a hundred times and I will cry every time. Yeah, you know, we get to do Or when she shows up at the ball at ballpark and he's in the bullpen. Yeah. And That's he reaches cool. up to talk to them. Man. Yeah. And that line is awesome, Jeff. I agree. You know what we get to do today? We get to talk Play baseball. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's not exactly how we said it, but. Well, we don't get to watch baseball yet. They're not playing, so yeah. we need to talk it. Mm-hmm. We should do that next, because now we're all thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Just before 7 this morning here on the Morning Drive, thanks for being with us. Your thoughts, your comments. Uh, they inform us, entertain us, and sometimes befuddle us, but we certainly appreciate them. Go to uh, DoubleT973.com to participate. The Morning Drive podcast from DoubleT973 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Oil Raider, Oil Red Raider, has uh, put a a picture on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. He's saying it's me and Jamie. Uh, Do you want to be Steve Martin or John Candy? Which would you rather be? He is definitely Steve Martin in this picture, and you are definitely John Candy in this picture. Let me make this very clear to anyone who may be thinking otherwise, Chuck. You are John Candy in this, and he is Steve Martin. I knew that. I knew that. I was just, I was hopeful that you were, I was hopeful that you would go the other direction. I think I like uh, John Candy better. Yeah, I mean that just the way that uh, Steve Martin has his uh, from the look movie on. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Though Jamie, you would be Steve Martin, okay. and Chuck mm-hmm. would be okay. John Candy, uh, and also, that's what that picture is from. Also from the movie Uncle Buck, I would be I would be Uncle Buck. He had too many clothes on. Well, no, but he he was, he, and he's flipping pancakes with a snow shovel. So. Yeah, I mean he ended up being the good guy. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, no, I and I. I uh, I there were times when I felt like I resembled before I got married. Think, I felt I, I resembled Uncle Buck. Do you think people think you're the good guy of this little trio we got going on? I don't know if they think I'm the good guy or not. <laughs> I think they think I'm the <laughs> odd duck. Sometimes you I think know? all three of us are pretty odd ducks. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. we. I think we share. I think we. I mean that with all due respect to, no, to no, both right, of you. Right? No, I, I think we. <laughs> we're I think also it's, uh, even, Stephen, on terms of. You know who's the good guy or the bad guy? I mean, there's there's days when we we ex- interchange that role. To be fair, the way I would describe this show is we're the radio version of Blue Man Group. <clears throat> it's usually two versus one, and the two change for who is together and who is different. Have you? I, seen? I told my family a Chuck Hines story last night, and they thoroughly enjoyed it. Which, what did you tell them? <laughs> Can I tell the audience yesterday's favorite story of the day from involving Chuck Hines? Sure. Okay, so we do this thing here at Double T 97.3. It's <laughs> called the Morning Drive Top 5. <clears throat> right. And we record it during the commercial break, and we post it on social media. And mm-hmm. Our guy Josh comes in here. He tells us, all right, here's what you guys are talking about today. Give us your Morning Drive Top 5. <laughs> right. So yesterday he tells us it's Top 5 Super Bowl contenders. Right. There's so much about this story that's awesome. <laughs> It's morning drive, top five. So Chuck's first question to Josh yesterday, and we've been doing this for like two months. The first question yesterday was, so how many of these you want? Like three teams? Okay. Number one. Okay. Top five. Morning drive, top five. How many you want? Like three teams? Yeah. Okay. Second, we start. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. Chuck goes. All right, now time for our morning drive top five. I'll start from the back. The team that's least likely to win, number six, Jacksonville. Okay? Well, it was supposed to be five, not six. Right. And there's four games this weekend, so there's eight teams. <laughs> So over the course of about, I mean, at least 30 seconds, I mean, you had so much trouble with math there. I did. I struggled yeah. with it. I struggled with it. There's no, there's no doubt. I don't even know why. I don't know why. I don't even know why I struggled with it so much. Want to drive top five? How many you want? Three? Let's start at number six. <laughs> did the, did the, and there are two other teams that don't even exist this weekend in the did, NFL. Did the children enjoy that story? <clears throat> they laughed. Did Mrs. Lent uh, laugh? I think Mrs. Lent said, sometimes it's hard to believe your stories. I said, I'm, I'm only tell the truth. Invite me over, invite me over the dinner. Mm. <laughs> no. During baseball season? Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure. I come over during baseball season. Oh, goodness. Uh, Red Raider Two Guns. Chuck is in the comedy relief in the horror movie. Uh, this Chuck is the psycho. Chuck is the Cleveland Browns of the morning drive. Pepsi Man says, JL is the good, Chuck's the bad, and Jeff the ugly. Oh, wow. gosh. Right. <laughs> well, well, I'm the only one not on camera. That kind of fits. Uh, do the I daughters, think Pepsi Man said that because we're both Yankee fans. Do the daughters call him Uncle Chuck? No, they do not. Mm. They do not. Uh, the one with children now calls me Big Paw because her children call me Big Paw because that's who I am. I'm Big Paw. Okay. Nice. And the other one just calls me Chuck. Mm -hmm. I remember one time... <laughs> We were at, uh, she was playing little girl basketball. She wasn't very old. We hadn't been, my wife and I hadn't been married very, very long. And, and one of her teammates looked at her and said, why do you call him Chuck? She goes, I don't know. I've just always called him Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing sometimes what you remember, the, what you, what your kids say or what you do. You know, you have those moments I, that are frozen in time. I noticed it from being around my oldest that her and her friend group would call their parents by their names. Okay. okay. And so I would hear them. Uh-huh. You know, I hear my daughter say, well, Jamie's picking me up at six or whatever, right? right? <laughs> as, opposed to my as opposed to my dad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. <clears throat> and I knew most of them sure. decently well, so it felt okay, whatever. But I do remember the one day she actually said, hey, Jamie. I'm like, hey, I'm not Jamie. <laughs> You, you can call me dad, okay? Yeah, right. You can call me Jamie to your friends, but to me, I'm not Jamie, okay? Right. <laughs> Let's be clear on that. <laughs> There's a difference there, right? Right, right, right. Yes. If I was calling, before my dad retired, if I'd call him at work, and he did, it, they had a, a group line that they were all monitoring, and if he didn't pick up that number, it would be, hang on, wait. Bill, yeah. Is Bill there? Yeah, he had to remember his name. Yeah. Um, when I call my grandfather at his nursing home, it's, is Willard there? Mm -hmm. it's, I have to think for a second because yeah. his name is Gramps. Yeah, yeah. it's Gramps. It's yeah. not Willard, but I have to remember that right, when someone else picks up the phone. Because there's a lot of Gramps that are living. There I'm probably. sure there's yeah. a lot of Gramps there, and they don't know which, <laughs> which Gramps. <laughs> right, it doesn't help them. Which Gramps? All right, uh, seven twenty-one this morning here on the morning drive. Get your thoughts in. I did have an Uncle Buck moment uh, last Friday night. Uh, I was I, I took my nieces, my niece who goes to K State, and my nephew who just graduated from there. And we went out to the So Long Saloon, and uh, we had a uh, couple of beers together, and and uh, they had this weird uh, Mexican bean dip kind of thing with raspberries in it, and they were like, "Hey, you got to try this! You got to try this, Uncle Chuck! You got to try this!" 
And I tried it and I was like, ah, okay, I, I think I'm just going to stick with the rings here that we bought. I'm going to let you guys enjoy this queso with mixed with, you know, Mexican beans and raspberries. It's just like, that's kind of gross. Uh, and then I, my, my niece was tired. I could see her yawning. It was like, because my nephew and I were like, I think we were still, we were like, we're doing, we're doing fine. I'm like, hey, you ready to go? She's like, yeah. I go, well, let's end the night with a shot. So we, I got a, got a round of shots for us to finish the night. And um, it's about 11 o'clock and uh, took a picture and sent it to my brother. And my, this is the good looking brother, the athletic one, the talented one. Uh, and he just responded with, oh boy, <laughs> Uncle Chuck's out with my kids. That's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> and they're of they're of age, just so you know. All right, uh, this uh, poor Chuck. I think Chuck brings the laughs and sunshine to the show. Oh, that's nice. Uh, did he have Arkansas in his top six? No, did not have Arkansas in my top six. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even have Buffalo in the top six. Or I Cincinnati. I know that was a that was an. I epic. mean, nobody in the AFC even has a chance to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> I know that was really just an epic fail. The whole thing was. An well, epic I guess fail. the, I guess the chart or the Jaguars do because you yeah. you had them That's, at number six in our top. At least five. likely. Uh, Broccoli Rob says this: Jamie is a main character. Jeff is the loyal guy in the chair. Chuck is the cringeworthy character that makes the movie entertaining. This, Chuck and Jeff are dumb and dumber. Jamie is just along for the ride. <laughs> I claim dumber. <clears throat> uh, Raiders dad and the struggles continue. I was referring to the Lint daughters. Why would your daughter's step or bio call you Uncle Chuck? I don't know. I didn't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't feel like I'm a main character. Mm, you are definitely the main character. You're a critical. You're you a criti- are the main character. Critical, critical character. Critical uh, character. Critical. Uh, like important or like yes. I'm a character that's critical no, of others. No, no, no. You're because I feel you're, like no, uh, critical. When I say critical, too. you bring knowledge, common sense, you know, <laughs> levelness to this program. Because I'm, you talk about how you're, you know, steady Eddie and consistency, and and I'm the guy that's. Well, I'm here. I'm here every day. So that, that's I'm consistent on that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm consistently yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Kind of get the room set up. I, I do my. I know my. Know Your my best role. ability is available. This is my availability. Right? That's yeah. it. That's the only. That's we're, only. The, we're the only three that'll get up this early. So, uh, this fire sprinkler guy thinks Jamie is the expert, and Chuck is that everyday normal guy. I think Jamie is an expert. I, I don't do. think he is. I at think all. you're pretty smart. <clears throat> Uh, let's go to two docs and let Chuck do some stand-up comedy. I know I would laugh a bunch, even if the joke wasn't funny. But it's Chuck. I will laugh. I yeah. would. I would also attend said event. Yeah, I don't know that I'd be really good with that. Uh, somebody wants to know: Was that the basketball game I got thrown out? Nope. 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 Chuck is Dusty Bottoms from the Three Amigos. <laughs> I have no idea who that is, either. but that's yeah. a funny name. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> it's better than Stu. Uh, (laughs) 7.25 this morning. Jamie's got a question of the day for you and me and Jeff. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. 
7.30 and some change here this morning on the morning drive. Time for Jamie's question of the day. All right. None of us are fantasy football players, but we're going to play a little fantasy football game. Okay. With the Red Raider men's basketball team today. Okay. So I think some fantasy football leagues, you know, that extend year after year after year after year, you're in the same league, right? Okay. Sure. That You call them keeper leagues. Okay. Okay. You know what that means? It means you get to keep your players. I, I don't know if all of them. Or some okay, of them. But protect some, some of, of them. them, right? Yeah. Some of them. Some of them are yeah, protected. That's a good word. Okay. okay. So I'm telling you, this year's Red Raider men's basketball team, mm-hmm. you can only protect four. Four. For next year. Okay. Who are your four players that you're bringing back in your keeper league? this year's Red Raider basketball team. And also factor in the amount of eligibility they have left because you're not just playing for one year. Sure. Okay? Sure. Um, I'm keeping Pop Isaacs. I'm keeping Fardaz Amak. I'm keeping Jalen Tyson. And I'm keeping Kerwin Walton. Okay. Jeff? uh, Chuck and I are identical except for the last one. I'm keeping Bacho for four. Well, and that was who I was debating in my mind. Uh, And not going to lie, if you had gone Bacho, I probably would have gone KJ Allen. Yeah, that was another one too. But our first three were in lockstep. I should have gone with just three and not four. That would have made it more difficult. Would have... Maybe change things up a little bit, but may, maybe not. Maybe it would have made it boring because I actually I think it would have because I agree. The first three, um, Pop and Tyson are numbers one and two on my look, list. <clears throat> uh, AMAC would be, oh man, AMAC or Bacho. You know, completely different style of player, but AMAC's shown um, an, an ability to get it done in Big 12 play this year where Bacho has not. He was great against bad teams, but hasn't been, you know, hasn't been nearly the same guy against good teams from the Big 12 conference. <clears throat> For my fourth, though, I'm going different than you guys. Uh, I'm going Elijah Fisher. I, I just, I got to believe there's a reason he's a five-star talent coming here. I got to believe that that's a young man that um, has a ton of talent and can do great things. Um, the fact that he's supposed to be in high school now has to be factoring into mm-hmm. what's going on right now, and I'm just not ready to give up on that young of a five-star player. Okay, at this point, so Elijah Fisher would be my fourth. Yeah, and, and the only re- well, the the reason that I s- didn't say Elijah Fisher is because I feel like the, he's a guy that's gone. That's the thing about a keeper league. Yeah, they don't get to make that decision. Yeah. I've yeah. made that decision yeah. for them, which is why. Tell I think me, Mardos. tell me why you went with Kerwin Walton. I don't know. I just liked how he played the other night. I guess it makes a recency bias. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think he's got. I think he's got something there. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, he scored fifty nine points on the year and. 12 of them were in the last game. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I said, you know, I just felt like that he, you know, 
showed me something there. Okay. okay well, so, I hope he continues it because yeah. that was fun to see. I, I was happy for that young man mm-hmm. just because I feel like it's been so tough for him. So. Probably the smarter pick would have been Elijah Fisher, you know, like, but I'm an emotional well, guy. I think Lamar, I I think Lamar Washington yeah. could have been a, a decent pick. I've always. Um, I think Daniel Bacho. I, I mean, I'm also not ready to give up on Bacho mm-hmm. and Robert Jennings. I I like what he's done. Remember, he's sure. just a freshman yeah. that you're throwing out there to the Wolves against some some really talented elder big guys. So I still think he has a chance to to be a good player for you. <clears throat> and uh, you know, PJ weighs in. He says Lamar Washington is the fourth guy to keep. I, I can't can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Red Raider Two Gun says didn't realize that Fisher reclassified. Yes, he did. Um, somebody wanted to know why keep uh, Amac. Isn't he a senior? Nope. He's got another year of eligibility. So you can call him whatever you want to call him, whatever class they are. He's got another year of eligibility. I mean, he could technically have two, depending on how the rest of this year goes. See, I had wondered, Chuck, in about. I just found out yesterday that he had the extra year. That he has another year. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if there would be whatever the number of games that he can play is, whether it's five or four or six or whatever it is, if they would play him for that six to see if the Red Raiders were making a push for the postseason. Mm-hmm. And if he wasn't, they shut would say, hey, let's shut him down and He's keep injured. that yell- year of eligibility for him as a medical redshirt year. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it doesn't, um, if he's got another year either way, I mean, at a certain point, he's got to move on with his life. So I don't think he's going to play college basketball forever. So he's no, he's no uh, Stetson Bennett, right? Hope not. You see those memes about, although like, he was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you see those memes about like he's 43 years old playing in his 17th national championship game for Georgia. Yeah. Well, when you only get sacked once every six games. <laughs> A 43-year-old can handle playing sure. quarterback behind Georgia's that. offensive line. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Anyway. It's a- can you can you just imagine? You just, we, I mean, at times we were, understandably so, critical of each and every one of our quarterbacks. Right. Each and every one. All mm-hmm. three of them. Take your pick. For, dif- for different, for different reasons. reasons. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine if they never had to worry about being sacked, how much better they would be? Right. Any of them, all three of them. They would they would probably take a little bit more of a risk when throwing, or they would be more, you know, they they they'd wait a little bit longer on the play to develop or whatever. Yeah. All those things. I, I just just imagine to hear. Well, that was the first time he's been sacked since six games ago. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my goodness, that's got to be nice for a quarterback to drop back and not have to worry about. His blind side or the blitz coming or whatever. All he's doing is looking for receivers. Yeah. That's got to be nice. Uh, somebody agrees with you on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. With him having another year, Pops, Fardos, uh, Tyson, and Fisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, that's a good question. 738 this morning here on the morning drive. If you have thoughts, comments, hit us up on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Go to double-t-973.com or the mobile app. You know, you never know who's listening to uh, to what you're doing. Uh, last night uh, during the Lady Raider game, uh, they Texas had a player foul out. Okay, um, fouling out of the ball game. Um, you know, in in the in the late stages of it was uh, Amina Muhammad, and uh, Mark Fingner said uh, "Adios muchacho" to her, and then he goes "Adios muchacha." 
and I'm like, do you have permission to use that? I mean, oh boy. Do you have, do you have, <laughs> I'm afraid where this is going. Do you, do, you have, do, you have, do you have permission to use that? I mean, does that, does that transfer? Because, you know, Jeff Haxton, you know, adios muchacho. And he immediately texted me that said, I'll allow it. <laughs> that was awesome. That was very nice of him. That was very nice of very him to, nice of to him. allow the, the transfer of Adios Muchacha uh, to a Lady Raider basketball game for an opponent who fouled out. So I don't, I don't know how I don't know how long the license is good for. I think it was just like a one-time deal. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't think Finkner can put that into his repertoire. Okay, so to speak. It's you know it's special special occasions, but the, the the mere fact that Hexton was listening and then texted me to say, "I'll allow it," <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Seven thirty nine this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, this it's sad that so many people think Fisher is gone because he's not playing much. It's sad that we all assume because he's not playing he's gone because that's what college kids do nowadays instead of learning, getting better, and growing in a program. Yeah, can you blame us though, <clears throat> or can you blame fans? I don't assume he's gone. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if he left. Yeah. Just don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. But the texture's right. I mean, it is sad. You know, it is. It is sad that we assume that and. It's sad that uh, you don't have that opportunity to develop and and become a you know a college player for the original team that you that you played that you came to and for the for the reasons that you came to whatever those reasons are but um, man that's uh, that's too bad your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double T ninety seven three presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Nice to have you with us this morning. I think we've had a fun morning so far. So, if you've uh, if you've missed it, you can go back and listen to it. But you got to do that on your own time. Don't don't take away from the bottom line today or tech talk this afternoon or end of the bench at nine on one hundred point seven. The score you got to you got to do that on your own time. Yeah, it means you have to wait past six o'clock. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah. Depending on how much of the show though you miss, mm-hmm. you could listen to it during like sports centers and, and, yeah. and promos and features sure. and stuff so that instead of hearing what you missed you could have heard what you missed gotcha see i did there yeah i did, see I I did, did there i did see what you i did I'm see just what saying you, i did see what you did there it was funny jamie's not laughing <sighs> i'm smirking he's smirking <laughs> that's when you know that that uh, playtime is over is when jamie's smirking um i do find it interesting that the dallas cowboys signed a uh a kicker especially after what um especially after what the head coach uh, mike mccarthy had to say with regard to that um you know basically that they were going to forge on jamie <laughs> they were going to forge on well I, I mean give the guy a chance he's been good mm-hmm. give the guy a chance to kick his way out of it and so it, it's interesting or it will be interesting to find out whether or not they put him on the active roster for this weekend but um, I think it makes sense to have the guy in there. Uh, I think he would have to understand that. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a performance-based job, right? Sure, sure. But if he goes out and, you know, this week during practice is is drilling it, then I don't think he makes the active roster. But if he looks a little shaky, a little shanky, then I think you could see 
the active roster change in Vizcaino will be on there. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't. again, I don't think Brett Maher could complain about that. He's No. He's smart enough to know. Listen, I'm, I'm struggling. You know, what do you think about... <clears throat> I know Dak has taken a little bit of criticism for it. Um, what did you make of Dak, you know, throwing his helmet yeah. on the sideline and clearly you could read his lips that said, "Let we should be going for blanking too? Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. What, what do you make of that? I, you think he deserves criticism for that? Or do you think... Um, do you think that's him being a leader? He's showing intensity? Man, I, I would. I think, you know, it's funny because they were talking about that on the Dan Patrick show yesterday, and, and they had a uh, former cowboy on and a former player on, and he was talking about how he, he would have handled it. He would have said, "Here, what I would have done is just try to go, okay, you got you got to just think of that as one play. That's just one, one, one event. You got to, and you can't connect the events just because you missed one doesn't connect it to the second one to the just trying to help the guy separate he's like when everybody else is on him because i was gonna I, I would be the be the guy that would be hey patting him on the back and tell him hey just it's gonna be all right i i didn't like that um coming from dak i i and i am an emotion guy but i felt like that it kind of showed him up a little bit oh, and, I, I agree and i i don't think that that's because, even more important than and than that not that Brett Maher was seeing it in the moment. But after the fact. But I'm sure he heard about it from his mm-hmm. wife or his parents who were watching or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he knew. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it makes him a better kicker. I think it puts more pressure on him. I do him. too. Yeah. I, I think it makes him feel like, uh, man, I, I got to perform because these guys don't believe in me. Or they don't trust in me. Um, they're mad at me. I think it puts more pressure on him. I, I don't think it makes him a better. I don't think it ma- motivates him to be better. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the whole hypocritical part of, dude, you're tied for the league lead in interceptions this year, and you missed five games. Maybe you shouldn't be so incredibly critical of other guys who are struggling at, at you know, at one time in, in his season. I agree, and I think I yeah. think because because you know Dak has not been Sterling. I mean, if 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 somebody were that way against Dak, I mean, um, they would be, <clears throat> oh, you're not a good teammate. I, I just didn't think he was a good. I mean, again, I get the emotion, I get all that, yep. mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't. But when you go to the point of we should be going for two, I mean, I think that's a bit extreme. I don't have a problem with him being frustrated, okay, mm-hmm. disappointed, angry, all the above. I don't think you show your emotions like that because it clearly shows up your teammate. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. I think he has to be smarter and not show his emotions there. You know, <clears throat> again, be all those things, frustrated, angry, mm-hmm. all the above, but don't show it. Okay. You got to be better. Yeah. Because you're you're the leader and and of that team or that offensive unit, and I just think that that makes again, it doesn't make Brett Ma- Maher a better kicker. It makes him it, it puts more pressure on him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think you just got to be smarter than that and. Don't be a hypocrite also. But that's easier said than done at times. We've all been there. We're, sure. You know, we're harder on somebody else that does the same thing that we've done in our lives. Sure. Okay. And we don't own our part enough. Right. Even when the mouse 
it's haunted apparently <laughs> um so Maher going in you know going into that playoff game was 50 of 53 and extra points and since the nfl has moved back the you know a few years ago moved it back to make it harder it has you've seen a number of those um extra points uh get missed and i I don't know. It may, I know it's only one point, but man, I just, I sure, I feel the letdown just as a viewer and fan of, you know, when I'm just watching going after you missed it, I'm like, ah. Oh. It's such a momentum thing, it right? Is. Where it's yeah. like you score a touchdown and yet the defense feels like they walk off the field going, all right, okay, we did all right there. The At least feels, they didn't get seven. <laughs> feels like you let some air out of the balloon. Yeah, I agree. I, the other thing I wonder about Maher, and I have no, nothing to back this up on, okay? It just, it looked to me like he didn't have the leg strength that he's had. I just wonder if there's something wrong with him because it sure looked like the ball didn't come off his foot very good. It just seemed like it took forever for the ball to get where it didn't go, you know, left or right. Well, clearly it didn't come off his foot good. No, but I mean, just, you know, what you know, like with, <clears throat> with strength, it just didn't look like it had velocity. Well, they all look plenty long. I know. I'm just again. I'm just telling you what I was. was okay, and you my, are the kicking expert. My, my observation, yeah. and then the la, you know the one the last one that he went, missed that went left. I mean, you could tell that he was trying to overcompensate. Oh, sure. And then for him himself, that wasn't the last one. That was the third one. Oh, the third one was the one he missed left. Okay, the fourth one went right. Again. Went right again. Okay, but yeah. then the one that the one that we didn't see, the fifth one, <clears throat> he's like went back to the basics. Yeah. Like, hey, just kick the ball. So, so, I mean, just flip the script, right? Mm -hmm. What if Dak throws an interception in a game and Brett Maher on the sideline throws his helmet? Or it doesn't have to even be Brett Maher, Micah Parsons or somebody on defense. Yeah. And you can read their lips of them saying, why don't we just run the ball? Mm -hmm. Okay. How would that go over? Not not well at all. Not well at all. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, well at all. Again, I, I thought it was a bad look by Dak. I mm -hmm. bet he probably learns from it. I think he. I think the criticism is deserved. Of I think Dak, it's fair. Yes, I think I it too. was. A, I think it was a bad moment from Dak. Yeah. You may not have seen this. Doesn't make him the worst guy in the world or a no. bad teammate. I think he was bad in that moment. In that moment, absolutely bad. In the post-game press conference, though, he acknowledged that. Listen, I've had my last game was terrible. Yeah, and that's talk. It is that's talk. What were his actions in the his moment? actions were bad, sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. but at least he acknowledged. Yeah, what we are saying he's, right he's now. That point, trying to save face. Yeah, yeah, right. This has been the Morning Drive podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.